Welcome to Crime Time. You're listening to Leonetti's Detection Selection. Welcome back to Crime Time, a podcast discussing all things mystery, sci-fi, horror, crime fiction, and anything else we like because it's our podcast. And not yours. That's Eddie. I'm Lee. Welcome to Season 5, Episode 15. Here we are. Let's let's go for it. Welcome, Eddie. Welcome to my show. Welcome, welcome back to Crime Time, Lee. Welcome back. Happy to be here. Good to be here. Good to see you. Well, you know, there's no need to add lives here. Well, it's a one-sided friendship. <laughs> Why don't you answer my calls? (laughs) So this week we are talking about Star Wars. That's right, the the wars in the stars. Don't get worried anyone because I haven't seen it, so I don't want spoilers either. All right, yeah, so Lee's here uh, ready with... I'm going to say it a looks stun like... gun. It's a stun gun. <laughs> yeah, I was confused about it. I thought maybe you were like cosplaying, but no, that's a real stun gun. I got it on the internet. Wow. Uh, I feel really good about my chances of surviving <laughs> this episode. Anytime I get bored, I want you to change the subject. Just wow. a tiny spark. It, this isn't going to end well for me. Uh, we're I also... don't make the rules. <laughs> Let me finish the intro. <laughs> Go on. So we're also talking about the other daughter. Yes, you're right. Is that what it's, it's called? It's in fact called the other daughter. And, and who's about it? Shalini Boland. Nice. I could be saying that name wrong. Yeah. I hope I'm not. Come at us if I am. Yeah, Shalini, if you're listening, give us a call. And uh, I'm going to say throw a rock at Lee. Yeah, do it. Right at that stun gun. Yeah. <laughs> and um, we're going to be talking about, do you judge people by their covers? By which I mean the covers of the books they're reading. Oh! You went there. I went there. We need like an air horn. Yeah, we should get an air horn. We should buy one. It'll be like, no, like a digital one. Oh, like a digital one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It'll probably be like 20 cents. If you want to like support us and donate to our show, you can do that on Patreon. Just saying. Just saying. Send us some money. Otherwise, you're just going to have to listen to this low budget version recorded by me. Bow, 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 bow. That might backfire. You might want that. (laughs) Well, no, you can, if you are, if you subscribe at, uh, I'm going to say 50 bucks a month, (laughs) I will send you your own, I'm going to say royalty free uh, sound effect. We didn't, we didn't put that in writing, but if you do, (laughs) if you do want to, it reminds me, if you do want to sign up and support us on Patreon, we have a spin-off show called Best Friends Club. Welcome to Best Friends Club. First rule of best friends club, best friends! Currently have three episodes in there, so if you go up and sign up, you can get those three episodes instantly. A lot like this show, but uh, we just talk about things that we love. It's my pet project because uh, I just want the world to know that we are best friends. And we love the best things. Yeah. Best killers. Best crime fiction novels. Best Best hats. Murders. Those kinds of things. Best shoes. Best film. It's the Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> Should I tell you about uh, the other daughter? Tell me about the other daughter. So I was listening to Audible. 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 And because uh, I was, this is a story, but I was rearranging my house. Right, right, yeah. And well, when I say house, I mean small city apartment. Right, right, right. And when you say your, <laughs> you mean you were, you were burgling someone's house. <laughs> Uh, you know that thing when people, uh, there was a film about it, it was a German film, like a gang of people were breaking into rich people's houses and not stealing anything, but rearranging all the furniture in these really creepy ways. Isn't that just Amelie? I've never seen that. <laughs> <laughs> 
But imagine that coming yeah. home and all your furniture's been like stacked up on top of each other in the center of the room. Well, that's that's like the thing that happens with hauntings and stuff, isn't it? I know, right? So it's this good intersection Ooh, of my interests. Yeah. yeah. It's like um, how crop circles is just like shitheads. Is it? Well, that's my opinion. Well, have you ever seen the movie Poltergeist? Have you ever seen the movie Signs? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't, but I want to. <laughs> it's a really weird Mel Gibson, like, tail end kind of a situation, but I still love it. No, tell me about Poltergeist. Uh, Why so is this relevant? One of the first signs that there's a Poltergeist in the house is that all this, the, the chairs, they come home and all the chairs are stacked up in one oh, line. Right, right, right. Yeah. Doesn't that happen on um, Paranormal Activity? Yeah, probably. God, yeah. I love those films. I watched the first one and it scared the shit out of me. Yeah, fair. The second one's really scary too. Do you know what? They, they have a final film. Uh -huh. I think it's like number five. Right. And I think it's the scaredest they've ever been. Really? In a film. Yeah. I thought they finally showed you what it was and it was like, ba -bow. They do, but before they show you what it is, my heart was like jumping right, out of my right, chest. Right, right, right. Yeah. So up until they absolutely ruined it, it was the greatest. I still think even when I saw it, I was like scared. All right. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Like, I think I was like, like deep breathing. Like, right. Yeah. 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 Trying yeah, to yeah. calm myself in a theater. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. If I ever got a hold of a franchise like that, you know, it'd just be the worst. Like it's like Blair Witch. And then they finally show the witch, and it's just like me with like a a ciggy hanging out on the side of my mouth. Like, oh hi. <laughs> like a straw hat. Or something. <laughs> like get out of my woods. <laughs> They're like, oh no, it's the Blair Witch. <laughs> I would somehow lower the budget of the Blair Witch, but you know. <laughs> yeah, didn't they film it for like nothing? Yeah, and then they also, uh, you know that scene where they've been walking around and around and around, mm. and it turns out that they come back to the same place. Mm. Uh, they actually did that to the actors. That's their real response to yeah. finding out that they just walked <laughs> all the way around and were just back at the same place. I love it. It's some next level kind of yeah. fucking with the actors. Fully. But when people, that film came out and there was, they all used their real names. Yeah. And they put up those signs being like, have you seen these people? Yeah. Like those people's families got letters of condolences. <laughs> Sorry that your kids are killed by a witch. <laughs> Yeah. The other daughter. All right, the other daughter. <laughs> okay. Tell me about it. So, uh, yeah, I listened to it on. I was listening to it on Audible while I was rearranging my house. I uh -huh. think it went for about five hours. So I listened to the whole thing yesterday. What happened? I can tell you. Okay, so it's split split perspective. Right. So it's friends. You've got like one person's perspective. There's Ross and Rachel. <laughs> I hate Ross and They're Rachel. They're on a break. <laughs> Friends. Okay, do you want to know what that's about? The break thing? Yeah, tell me. So they take a break, right? And then Ross sleeps with someone else, right? And then everyone's like, You shouldn't have done that. And then the joke is like, But we were on a break, right? So I guess the joke is that some really poor communication happened, and their entire friend circle is in on that. That's so weird. I don't know, like. From my perspective, you're on a break. Then yeah, you're you on can, a break. You can do what you like. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. What do you think? I I, I I would have to see the context of it, but here's here's my here's my thing that is the initial problem. Why would you date Ross? He's uh, horrible. He's so gross. Isn't he? <laughs> like literally anybody else in that friendship circle. <laughs> right? That's not Ross. Yeah, I'm just like it's a it's such a weird like it's like a flat full of people with no jobs. Who like somehow live in the middle of what is it like New York? Yeah, and they're all like sociopaths. I'm like, you'd have to date someone from within that circle because everyone else is like, wow, you're awful. 
That's what they do, don't they? They all. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But that anyway. was a blast from the past. What is it? He just died. I'll be there for you. Who did? The guy that wrote that. Oh. Yeah. Well, R.I.P. So the other daughter. Um. So it's written from two perspectives. Right. You've got. So the the story is that a woman's daughter was taken when she was two. So she was taken from a shopping center right. and led out into the street and taken away by someone in like a hooded hoodie so you couldn't see who it right. was right horrifying horrifying yeah and then you get the mum's perspective right yeah and you also get the person who took the baby's perspective oh and they're both like pretty horrible right so like you know thinking what kind of state must someone be in to go and take a child and it's yeah. like she's acting in desperation right. so there's right. just been an accident with her own baby she gets in yeah. a car drives out like the baby stealer and like takes someone else's baby wow and then you see it from her perspective what happens after that and you see it from the mother who had her child taken perspective wow that's so intense really intense but that's just the beginning that's just the beginning <sighs> so now rachel the woman who had her daughter taken yeah uh, she's not moved on with her life, but in a sense moved on with her life. Right, sure, sure, sure. So now she has a, she has two kids and a new partner. She has another daughter. She has another daughter, but that daughter was a baby when the other one was taken. Right, okay, yeah. But she has a new son with her new partner. And they're all like really happy, he's a good guy. Yeah. She's essentially moving on with her life. Right, she's, she's, she's moving forward as much as she can. As much as she can, yeah. yeah. And then out of the blue one day, she's picking up her kids from school and this woman comes running up and starts conversation with her. And then she has three kids yeah. and the oldest kid, who would have been the age of Holly, her daughter, when she was taken. Right. She just has this visceral, immediate, gut-wrenching reaction that is, that is my child. Like, <gasps> without a doubt, that is my daughter, Holly. And then the Whoa. woman's like, hey, this is my daughter, Bella. And so it begins. So they live in this small country town. Wow. Well, I don't know if it's country town. It's a coastal town. Right. I don't know much about England. It's Dorset. Yeah, I don't know anything about Dorset. Yeah, write in. Let us know. <laughs> Dorset, if you're listening. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> uh, yeah. So then starts this like cat and mouse kind of situation where she starts trying to like find out information about. Wow. Well, she's trying to find information to prove that this is in fact her daughter. Intense. And this, this woman and her husband stole her daughter. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh. Riveting. My God. Mm. And so when you say you were like rearranging your house, did anything get done or did you just sit down eventually and be like, oh! When I came to, I'd realized that I just stacked all the furniture on top of it. <laughs> did you do it or was it, or was it uh, the entity? <laughs> no, yeah. So it was so good to listen to a whole book, clean, but then also be riveted. Yeah. And, and I feel like, because you're like an audiobook guy. Yeah. Would you say that this one has particularly good voice acting? Uh, yeah. Sure. Oh, sure. Like, I don't want to say no, because that's mean. <laughs> but I didn't listen to it and be like... Wow, that's wow. Charles Dunn. I, I think there's something when um, they have to do it because they're reading out a book, but uh-huh. when adults do children's voices... Oh, and they're like, hi, mommy! <laughs> I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> you're like, send it to hell. It's <laughs> the real entity. You're stacking your chairs up in a big line. You're like, no! I'm not coming for that narrator, but I just it just wigs me oh, out. Oh, no, fully. It's definitely a thing. Like, yeah. I just, I feel like it's quite difficult as an adult to do a kid voice yeah um what i love is when like really young kids like maybe like 
three or four are like making baby noises. They're like, this is what a baby sounds like. And they're like, goo goo gaga. And I'm like, you're a dumb shit. <laughs> you are a baby. That's what a baby sounds like. You. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go four out of five stars. Four out of five stars. Yeah. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. Uh, quite a number of stars. Yeah. All right. Well, the other daughter. Get amongst it. Uh, What's the start of Star Wars? Bow, 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 bow. No, like bow. The, the words that come up on the screen. <laughs> so Star Wars? No, like it's like in the galaxy far, far away. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, my segue. Uh, in the galaxy far, far away. A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Bow, 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 bow. So let me set the scene for you. It's nine in the morning because that's how I roll. You were up at nine. In, no, to be at a cinema. Yeah. You had to be up before nine. I, I was up before nine in the morning. We got to the cinema. We were like, cool. We go to the kiosk. We're like, beep, 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 beep. Because there's no one at any of the like serving stations because he's up at nine in the morning. Anyway, so I'm on the kiosk. I'm like, beep, 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 beep. Anyway, first thing that happens is uh, no tickets come out. <gasps> that would have made you really anxious. It made me really anxious. <laughs> I was like, record scratch sound. What if I get in trouble? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, no, no, no tickets print out. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. How am I going to prove I paid this? How am I going to prove it? What if a security it, guard right? comes up to me? What if the police are in there watching Star Wars and checking tickets? I bet they are. They well, they well, just listen, just <laughs> just you listen. So, um, everything's closed. Like the candy bar's closed. You can't. You know, I'm like shaking the kicking it headbutting (laughs) screaming directly into the slot where the receipt should come out (laughs) scrabbling at it with my fingers just hear the depths of your voice like the the hellish (laughs) (laughs) no so we just walk away we're like cool up cool up yeah so we walk down to the cinema because we're like you know what no one's around they're not going to be checking tickets at the door which they weren't so then I was there like, why don't I even pay for a ticket? No, because if you don't sort this out before you go in, you're going to sit there feeling anxious <laughs> in the film. I know you. Well, because, but then I get like overly cocky. I'm like, <laughs> there's no repercussions for this. You know what I'm saying? You need I'm like, boundaries. I could be a master thief. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The second I get away with anything, because I'm obsessed with rules, the second I get away with anything, I'm like, well, I could kill a man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just, everything disappeared. And, and there was, there was no moral, like, Good or bad, I was just, I started kicking children. You were chaotic evil. I became chaotic <laughs> evil. <laughs> anyway, so we walk into the cinema. There's already people in there. We sit down in our assigned seats. <laughs> How do you know if you didn't have the ticket? <laughs> because we picked them. Oh my God. <laughs> Which is the main thing that made me feel better. I'm like, well, if they look in, they'll know that those seats have been purchased <laughs> and I would be asked to leave. But I was also like, if I need to pee... How are you going to get back in? I'll never get back in. <laughs> so I was just like, I've got to hold it. I've got to hold it. I really wanted to get a mini burrito, but it was nine in the morning, so nothing was open. It's because someday, you I know feel what like I, mean? I just want to yell at Eddie of the past and be like, this is all making you incredibly anxious. And they're all stacking up on top of each other like chairs. <laughs> we went into the cinema. All of the cinema chairs were stacked on top of each other. So I'm just like... I'm sitting there. I'm like, this is fine. This is fine. This is this is fine. Anyway, this is fine. This is fine. This is fine. <laughs> Every time anyone comes in, I'm like, the police. <laughs> Take me away. <laughs> Just like put my hands out for the handcuffs. Cuff me, Seth. 
so I'm just like sitting there, I'm like, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Take my shoes off. I'm like, yeah, there we go. Getting real comfy. Get the get the anxiety out because it comes out through the toe. That's actually psychologically true. <laughs> You're a mental health professional, so I just believe you, but I think that's a lie. <laughs> I'm taking my shoes off now. Oh, I'm sweating. <laughs> oh, just thinking about it. Hold on. Oh. Alright, so then. It's meant to start at half nine. So I was there a bit early. <laughs> I'm sitting there, I'm on my phone, I'm scrolling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Gets to half nine. Film hasn't started. You're not in the right theatre. I'm like, am I in the right theatre? I'm like, there's people around. There's kids running up and down, pretending to be Ray. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a it's, good indicator it's that you're Star Wars. It's a good indicator that it's Star Wars, yeah. Right? So people are still kind of trailing in. So I'm like, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. And then down the front of the cinema, um, a Karen appears. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know the type. She's got a, I'm going to talk to the manager haircut. And she stands up and she's like been talking really loudly the whole time. Like, it hasn't started. Well, and, and she's like, you know, it's just 17 year olds out there. What's the world coming to? You know, and, and so, you know, obviously something, she probably went to the same kiosk I did and it didn't print out. You know what I'm saying? Sure, and then, sure, sure, sure. And then she probably accosted some 17 year old who's like, why am I out of the house at nine in the morning on a Sunday? You know yeah, what I'm saying? To earn some coin. <laughs> exactly. And so she's like, well, well. Well, was this because the movie hadn't started? The movie hadn't started. Is this why she was upset? She was upset, yeah. So Look, I hate Karen, but there's always a part of me that's like, oh, I'm glad someone's going to sort it out. Oh, I agree <laughs> wholeheartedly. And I'm like, I can't do it. They'll be like, sir, where's your ticket? Get out <laughs> You're of like, here. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they'd be like, get out of here. The reason the film hasn't started is because we sensed there was a traitor yeah, among they're, us. They come into the room and they're like, when the person who doesn't have a ticket... <laughs> Gets up and leaves, then the movie will then start. Then the movie will start. Yeah, exactly. And so I'm sitting there like I'm ruining it for everyone. Was there a part of you that believed? That no. That's what, okay. Well. <laughs> anyway, so then Karen gets up and she's like, "I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go talk to them." And everyone's like, "Yeah." No, that's what she hears inside her head. Oh yeah, fully. Yeah. No. <laughs> anyway, so she leaves, um, and then she comes back a little bit later, and she's like. Uh, and one of the poor 17 year olds who she's just accosted is like hi everyone uh the manager's running late we don't have a key to get into the projector room we'll start it in a second as soon as we've got a key um i've, I've been to the movies a lot in my life right nothing like this ever happened never heard me. of it never heard of it but i'm like yeah i guess the problem isn't that they're incompetent 17 year olds i guess the problem is that no one trusts 17 year olds with keys yeah, and the manager slept in right so like who's the irresponsible <laughs> yeah, one right? now brenda <laughs> <laughs> exactly so then uh finally the lights go down and they're like we're just gonna start it from the movie no no trailers i have another point shouldn't there just be a spare key i, I like a secret key oh, hardly, I agree. Idiots. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah so they they the lights go down and the film starts in the galaxy far far away uh, dun, 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 dun. well here's the thing no soundtrack no sound <gasps> no Sound. We got the first, I want to say like five minutes of stars. Brenda's going to start a riot. <laughs> with, with no sound. But it was really cute because there was all these kids in the front row. And so like there's like a fight scene happening and all the kids are making lightsaber sounds. Oh, that is really cute. So it was like, you know, there's like a fight happening and there's all these kids like, oh. 
and everyone's like giggling. So then Brenda has to get up again, obviously. Of course she does. She has, she carries right. the world on her back. <laughs> Atlas, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Atlas. And she goes, in, you can hear her like yelling at these kids. And then you like, can hear her yelling. Like basically, oh and then they gosh. come in and they're like, look, we're really sorry. We're going to figure this out. Um, you know, just hold on a second. We'll figure it out. And they're like, there's just all these people who are like, I want a refund. Uh, they're like, are we at least going to get a refund? And then she's there like, look, that's not my area. Uh, how would you get a refund if you didn't have a ticket? Well, this is my thought. <laughs> I'm like, well, not for, not for poor old Eddie. <laughs> You're like, no, I want to be part of this organizing collective. <laughs> we shouldn't need tickets for refunds. <laughs> and refunds for criminals. <laughs> I experienced inconvenience the same as any paying customer. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, so it all, everything calms down. The lights turn back up again, they turn back down, and then da 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 You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was great. It was just You know what I'm saying? Very good. Very good. Um, guys, I don't wanna like spoil anything. I've been avoiding the internet for like a week since. You're only gonna tell us about your experience of going to Star Wars, aren't you? Basically, basically. Eventually my feet got cold again, so I put my socks back on, you know what I'm saying? But no, I, look, I had a great time. There are some things that I was like, ah, you know, like structurally pacing wise, I was like, oh. but I think it's a really classic return to like Star Wars, Star Wars, where it's like, you know, magic, space battles, all of that kind of stuff that you, you know, really, really want. And you feel it in your heart. You feel it in your heart. I like cried. Like that Disney nostalgia. Yeah. I cried several times and... I think that they what? were really tasteful. A baby. I, uh, basically, yeah. <laughs> I think they were really tasteful in like the way that they still had Carrie Fisher in it, but they hadn't like CGI oh, Carrie that's Fisher. Good. That's good. You know, like it wasn't like. I find it it's so interesting the way they do that, the CGI of the like dead actor. It's quite I feel like it's a bit disrespectful. I really just don't know how I feel about it because like I think in the first new film, The Force Awakens. Because she died during that, right? No, so she died uh, after um, The Last Jedi. Right, because I thought they just had to fix her up a little bit, but then when I went to see the next film and she was in it again, I'm like, I know she's dead. Yeah, no, so that they'd already done the principal filming for that. So, and this film, they used archive footage. Mm. There's no weird puppeteering. There's one, like, you know, flashback scene where they've made Mark Hamill young and Carrie Fisher young, so it doesn't feel like that kind of gross, grotesque puppeteering. Yeah, yeah. But like, you know, in The Force Awakens, they had, I think it was, um, I, I forget, but it, it was one of the um, Empire, like, generals or, or whatever. And and he, the, the man who played him, had passed away, and they CGI'd him. And I thought it was a bit... Come on, fellas. Right? Yeah. I feel like this obsession with the original cast is like, on the one hand, I really, really get it. Yeah. And on the other hand, I'm like, ah. I think in that first film where they CGI'd her and then she fell out into space. Oh, yeah. I just wanted them to like let her go. Yeah. Into space. Yeah. They didn't. They didn't. Yeah. Did you hear about that Star Wars panel a few weeks ago where they mentioned Carrie Fisher and the, all the lights went out in the theater? <gasps> Because you know that from beyond the grave, she's like, 
Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Carrie. So good. Yeah. I think the big thing for me was I was really excited about Kelly Marie Tran, right? Who's the uh, East Asian character Which from, who, who from the second one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and there was like a huge response from people being like, oh, what? Who is she? And she got bullied off the internet. Yes, I remember that. Um, and so you knew in... Are Star Wars fans like raving white supremacists? Well, like, I'm is like, there an intersection there? Well, I'm just like, they love dressing up like stormtroopers who that's are basically true, Nazi, that's that's like Simulcra, you know what I'm saying? No, I, I totally, this is a question I always have because I came to Star Wars very late in life. Yeah, like, yeah. I didn't see the first one until a few years right, ago. Right, so it's not childhood nostalgia. No, but yeah. I, I felt like when I saw the first film, I was like, this is brilliant. Like, yeah. I could totally see what it's like yeah. tapping into. But then when I realized what the people in the black outfits wearing that. Yeah, yeah. And like the white, whatever. Yeah. Like the stormtroopers. When I realized like A, what they're called and B, what they represent. Yeah. And then why everybody wants to dress up as them and like kids want to wear them on their shirts. I'm like, yeah. no, they are the bad guys. They're the baddies. Like why are people... They're the literal baddies. Why are people wanting to emulate yeah. them? Yeah, no. And I really like when people dress up as stormtroopers and then like do like cute dance moves and stuff. Like that's cute to me. But yeah, I don't think people should want to be them. But why? Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. So, like, Kelly Marie Tran, like, I always knew that her character, Rose, was always going to have some kind of reduced or different storyline because of that response. Really? Yeah, and I think it it just was sad. Like, you know, every time I saw her on screen, I was like, oh, poor kid. The whole world was like, oh, no Asians in my Star Wars. But it's so loud as well for everybody, like... Yeah less representation because the rabid racists or, or whatever yeah They're just like she shouldn't be there this shouldn't be yeah. here we shouldn't see this yeah yeah and i think i just you know i'm like i'm sorry george lucas saw like one bruce lee film and was like yeah the jedi you know what i'm <laughs> yeah. saying like as if there's no asians in there <laughs> come on it's fucked. It's fucked. but yeah anyway kelly marie tran if you're listening i love you <laughs> so there's that um, but yeah, no, I, I really loved it. I, I laughed, I cried, I snorted cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> it's just through a party in there with Brenda. <laughs> Me and Brenda. Just a line in Carrie Fisher's honor, you know. Went from went on a bender after. <laughs> She's Go. got a lot going on at home. <laughs> Crack his whack, don't do drugs. <laughs> Anyway, out of five. Out of five. Wait, let me think of a Star Wars reference. Well, like you can. What's that big... Oh, what's the big ship called? What? The big ship in the sky. Wow, that's a lot of things in Star Wars. No, like it's the It's one... a war in the stars. No, like... like the big one that's like the good guys' the ship. Millennium Falcon. Kelly Marie Chen is a year older than me. Yeah, and I'm young and I should be treated kindly. <laughs> How many millennium, millennium? Millennium Falcons. How many millennium? No, millennial Falcons. <laughs> How many? You're all How many Death Stars out of five? Uh, zero, because Death Stars <laughs> suck. How many Baby Yodas out of five? You heard the woman. How many Baby Yodas out of five? I'm going to give it... Four Baby Yodas out of five. But only because I don't want to cut a Baby Yoda in half. Dun, 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 dun. I can't remember. Can you <laughs> sing it? Do it as an outro. Can I just say, um, 
often when I finish a book, because Star Wars was so formative for me, often when I finish a book, I hear the end credits music from Star Wars. Like I'll close the book and be like, ah, dun, 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 dun. I love like, that. I'm like, awesome. damn it, every time. I've got a question for you. All right, shoot. If you made a new friend, <laughs> just hypothetically Ooh. speaking. Ooh. <laughs> I never knew you were so funny, Lou. If you made a new friend and you went to their house, right? Yeah. And you, you thought they were cool and they were funny and whatnot, and and you you got to their house and then you were like, I feel weird. Like something feels weird. Uh-huh. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I'm starting to feel like a bit sus, a bit uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. And then you like start to look around. Yeah. You look in one corner. Uh-huh. You look in the other corner. Yeah. You stick your head into like another room right 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 and then you're like, like chairs stacked <laughs> you're like there is not one book in this house <gasps> <laughs> that i can see yeah there's not one book on display right what would you think about that person well in in the immortal words of john waters if you go over to someone's house and they don't have any books don't fuck them what <laughs> <laughs> i completely agree <laughs> But this that's why I said a friend. Like, would you continue right. to be friends with them? Or would you think it was weird? So I guess we're getting to our question topic. Yeah. Which is, do we judge people for not having books? Or do we judge people based on the kind of books that they do read? Right, right. This is this is, this is is dangerous territory, is, is what this is. Um, I, I gotta say, first of all, you know, there are reasons people might not have books out on display you know maybe they move around a lot maybe they're a kindle person you know like that ebook situation wow i mean you're really you're presenting me with such a difficult to imagine scenario that i would be in someone's house (laughs) (laughs) like that i would be invited (laughs) hey i invited you over yesterday and i knew you wouldn't come and then you didn't come (laughs) i said to terry and there's not much of a chance that they'll come over but i'm gonna try it (laughs) Do you know what I did instead? You had a nap. I had a nap. <laughs> <laughs> it was really good. It was a really good nap. <laughs> look, I, I, look, there are certain types of books that I will judge, right? Like if I go to someone's house and they have a coffee table with a literal coffee table book on it, yeah. I'm like, wow. And I don't know how I feel about it. It's, it's a mixture of contempt yeah. and extreme jealousy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I'm like, wow, you've got your shit together. Yeah, yeah. Look, if I go around to someone's house and the only thing they've got on their shelf are some pristine mint condition classics yeah. that you know they haven't read. I'm kind of into that. Them. No, I'm, I'm judging I'm into that. it. <laughs> like if you look over to their shelf and it's like leather bound, never been tied. Yeah. Like it's not. Yeah, but I'd be like, you somehow knew that it was beautiful to have those books. What? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Can I just say, I once got into... Uh, uh, an argument with a professor who thought it was disgusting to write in books in pen, right? And 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 I think that having a book on your shelf purely for the like aesthetic, aesthetic of it, <laughs> the literary it's like, aesthetic, it's like a similar sort of a thing. Like I'm like a book fundamentally to me anyway is yeah. like it's the words on the page. It's there to be. It's what you make of it. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 the thing. Like I once got into this discussion with a woman whose name was Karen. No, it wasn't, was it really? <laughs> <laughs> You'll never know. Anyway, she was talking about um, 
Do you remember Reader's Digest? Yeah, yeah. The condensed. Mm. They so they do condensed, and and I was like, why would you want to read that? And she's like, oh well, they only take out some of the descriptions and a few of the side stories. And I'm like, how is that a, the same book? So if you went to someone's house and it was all just oh condensed, <laughs> if it was Reader's Digest condensed novel, I think I would have a feeling about that. I have a feeling. I think I've definitely been friends with people and dated people that I've been to their house and. No books. No books. You know, just those like shelves that just maybe have like a few alcohol bottles, like a skull head. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Have you ever been to these houses? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, look, that's what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. Look, I just, I find reading like, you know, it, it's, it's a joy for me. It's not a joy for everyone. And I think, I think it would tell me that maybe, you know, there's a high likelihood that we don't have a lot in common, but you know, I could be wrong. Yeah, it's like, I think sometimes people say like, reading is boring. And I'm like, I think we're going to have fundamental life differences. Yeah. But maybe not. Maybe not. What do you think, listeners? Yeah, tell us, listeners. Drag everyone. It, <laughs> we should we should take some um, shelfies. Have you seen that before? Yes. Where people take a picture of their shelf. Yes. Uh, and you guys can drag our shelfies. Do it. Okay, we're out of time. It's been another wonderful episode. Thanks for coming in, Eddie. Yeah. This is my house. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you want to uh, get in touch with us, you can do that on Twitter at Crime Time Pod, at Instagram at Time at Instagram at Crime Time Podcast, and check out our website at Crime Time Podcast. CrimeTimePod.com. And um, yeah, send us your shelfies. Send us your shelfies. Boom. See ya. Boom. <laughs> <laughs>